We are going to be having a very necessary conversation today about modesty, purity culture, but not from my perspective. I want to hear from the ladies, and we brought some amazing ladies tonight uh, that are going to be talking to you guys. Before I introduce them, you guys got to hear their brand new record. It's amazing. It just came out. It's called Don't Worry About It. I'm going to play a little bit of it, and then we're going to jump into this conversation. Yeah, hello, man. Wait for it. I remember all night I used to pray for it. Me and they was on the grind like a skateboard. I look up to the sky any day, Lord. We need no, we was headed straight for it. Thought I got a mess, just kind of ran out. This one for the people from the birds to the bando. Ain't no problem big enough that God couldn't handle. Came through, came loose. Fully loaded with the ammo. So don't worry about it. See a hater do the swerve, know you heard about it. We been putting in this work. When you talk this big and your wins this big. Everybody about the know about it. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, we have Portia Love and One Day. Okay, guys, listen, this record is amazing. I have have been listening to it. I've been seeing uh, snips of it. The numbers are crazy, 100,000. 100,000 views in like a weekend, well, it's been two weeks, uh, three weeks. Uh, amazing record. I love the record. I wanted to talk to you guys. I met Portia Love in person at Flavor Fest, and you were amazing. And, of course, I've known Wande for quite a while. Um, when this song came out, there was some pushback from Christian TikTok uh, yeah. about... <laughs> Y'all looking like the world, and where is the modesty? Now, I, I don't, I don't understand how anyone could look at that and says y'all look like the world. I think one of you guys were like, "Look, if you want to talk about looking like the world, most folks in the world don't got no clothes on <laughs> in their songs." Yeah. So, I thought this was an interesting and important conversation to have in terms of modesty, but from the perspective of women. And, and the intersection of, of hip-hop and, and art and culture and all these different things. So, let's talk about it. What was your guys' impression on some of the, the, the pushback you guys received in terms of, like, the modesty conversation? Feel free to jump in whoever wants to uh, go first because this is, this is good stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I would say, like, yeah, I wasn't expecting that immediately. I thought, you know, people were going to be like, oh, look, look at this. You know, we got something for the Christian ladies out here in these streets. Um, <laughs> so whenever I immediately, like, just started seeing negative, 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 I was like, sheesh. Like, part of me was like, hey, keep going because, you know, you're helping the algorithm or the comments. But at right. the same time, I just thought it was really, <laughs> at the same time, I just thought it was really wild because people were, like, really passionate about it. But right. at the same time, I'm really open-minded, so... Sometimes to me, it's always like an invitation to to look back on like why I believe what I believe and like mm. what where did I even get my definition of modesty from? So for me, it was almost like an invitation for me to go do like a deeper Bible study on like what exactly modesty means and like what does the Bible say? Like, am I just getting this from the world or did I actually get it from Scripture per se? Wow, that's good. What What do you think, yeah. Portia? What was your feet? Were like your impression of some of the 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 backlash from uh, Christian TikTok? Well, like what Wade said, initially I was surprised because I'm like, what? Like us, me and Wade not being modest? Like I chuckled, you know? So yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. We love God, you know, on set, off set, like just in general, like our life is, you know, what you see is what you get. So we are who we are behind the scenes, you know, just genuine women of God. So when I saw the comments, um, 
it initially I was just like, okay, you know, you get one, you get two. But when it started, you know, coming in, I'm like, sheesh, like people mm. is really feeling some type of way. Um, of course, on when I posted it, I just see more positive than negative. But at the same time, it's still like, dang, you know, it do kind of make you want to evaluate yourself like what Wanda say like okay well let me make sure you know what is modesty like what mm -hmm. you know let me just make sure even though my heart is not to be you know immodest that's not my intention that's not you know what I desire to do or what I even try to do um but it, it is a good way to think of it in terms of just making sure that you you know that you know that you're not being immodest but as long as your heart is in it you know and you like I'm just covered up and I'm just doing this for God. People people are going to be dissatisfied. Everybody is going to have something to say. Yeah. I, I got so many questions. Okay. So did, what did, Wandi, what did you find in the scriptures when you got, I love that you said it. You said, well, I just did. That made me want to go back to the scriptures and figure out what it is that I believe. So when you actually did a deep dive Bible study on modesty, yeah. and I'm sure you have as well, Portia, what did you guys find in the scriptures about like the actual definition of, of modesty and what is that what does it mean for a woman to be modest? Yeah, so one thing I found was it's a really nuanced conversation and it's something where you have to be a context person versus straight up just reading the sentence. Cause if you just straight up read the sentence, there are a lot of sentences in the Bible, I'm not gonna lie, that make it seem like, oh snap, like women this y'all y'all over here, men over here. And mm. so if you don't read the context as to like why Paul or why somebody was saying right. these certain things about the women, then you would think like, oh, like I have to be covered up. I can never wear jewelry. I can never do anything with my life. But a lot of them, I found that the context was in a correctional standpoint where that particular church, the people were going crazy. And it was like, oh, you're showing up to church just to stunt on somebody else. Or you're showing up to mm -hmm. church and wearing these things because you know somebody who's an idol worshiper and you think that they look cool, so you're trying to dress like the idol worshippers. Mm. And so he, he was kind of telling them like, hey, like women, y'all need to stop doing all this because like now nobody's going to church for God anymore. Y'all are going to church to either be like these people who are popular or you're going to church just to stunt on the next girl at church and stuff like that. And so a lot of those contexts where he was saying women focus on the inner, don't wear jewelry, don't do all these things. He was saying it from a correctional standpoint of an unhealthy body. And so that's one thing I found. And then I found in another context, there's like a lot of women who like the Lord honors and highlights where they yeah. are dressed nicely, they are beautiful. And a lot of the people who God used too, like, like I think it was Esther or something, like basically their beauty was the thing that captured somebody's attention at first. And then their heart was able to shine through to now minister to these people. And mm. it was kind of like, the beauty was used almost as a tool to glorify God in the end, at the end of the day, too. So it was it's definitely like a lot of complexities, but it definitely is something where you have to look and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you make a great point in terms of context. I, I, one of the things I say on the channel all the time is like, hey, passages over verses, you know, chapters over passages, books over chapters, testaments over books. Like we have to look at the context of what's being said. And a lot of what's being written in the New Testament uh, letters of Paul is him actually answering questions or like you said, correcting churches on behavior. It's not just out of nowhere. So we, we don't even know what's happening. We're not trying to do any type of historical research. We'll just pull this one verse out and be like, Wanda, he says you can't wear jewelry. What are you doing with jewelry on, right? Uh, Portia, what did you find in the scriptures and what was your perspective in terms of when you dug into the scriptures regarding modesty? 
Um, well, kind of like what Wanda was saying about um, like the different women in the Bible who God highlighted on their beauty. Even with men, a lot of times when we when we think about modesty, we only think about women. You know, mm. we think about like, oh, well, women have to be modest, and women, or even you know, one comment, which the only comment that kind of made me feel this type of way. It was like, oh, Jezebel. And da, 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 wow. You know? Yeah. yeah I like, like no, I deleted that because I'm like, okay, at this point, you're taking it too far. So um, a lot of people don't know, like Jezebel, yes, of course, it's a character, a woman in the Bible, but it's also a spirit, you know? Mm. So a man could have a spirit of Jezebel. It's just a, it's mm. a control spirit. It's a seductive spirit and anybody can deal with seduction. That doesn't, that isn't based on gender. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, God does highlight a lot of people in the Bible based upon their beauty. You know, even with Leah and Rachel, there's obviously a difference. Like, okay, mm. Rachel, beautiful. Leah, comely. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. David was handsome. Like, Esther, you know, one of my favorite people in the Bible was beautiful. Why would that be of importance if it wasn't highlighted in the Bible? Not saying that it should be more important than things that, you know, obviously are more important, but it matters. Like, yeah. You know, like it, 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 especially in the field that we're in, um, you know, people before they hear our music, they're going to see us. Right. So if we look a certain way, if we look presentable, not saying we got to look like them or look like the world, of course not, because that's not who we yeah. are behind yeah. the scenes. But if we look a certain way to where it's presentable and it's appealing, they'll want to listen. And then when they hear it, they're like, oh, okay, this is Christian music. Oh, this is fire. Oh, they're right. covered up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot that. Yeah, it's just a lot. So my next question would be, do you think some folks in the church move the goalpost? So it's not, hey, you should be modest and, you know, not flaunt your body, which, by the way, we can get into how that impacts men, because there'd be a lot of dudes out here, you know, in little itty bitty tank tops, you know, the, the like trying to look cute. And so it's like we can talk about that as well. But do you think that the goalpost gets moved and it's like, hey, it's not that, you know, we're, we're moving from don't use your body as a way to seduce or entice people. Now we've moved the goalpost to like, don't look good at all. Like, how dare right. you? How dare you be presentable? How dare you wear something nice? How dare you have your hair done? How dare you do your makeup? How dare you do any of these things that like in and of themselves, there's nothing wrong with anyone looking attractive, especially if you're in a position of influence and you're, you, like you said, Portia, people see nowadays before they hear. And so if you guys look dope and the, the outfits are fly, all that kind of stuff, that builds credibility to pull people in. And it's not that that's the only thing that matters. No, the message in the heart and the intent matters, but how you present something also matters, how you say something, how you communicate something, so on and so forth. So it almost seems like the goalpost is getting moved to like, yo, it's, it's not just about like being seductive like no you just can't look good at all like the, and, yeah. I, and that's like so trash to me so what do you got what do you guys think about yeah. that like is is there a, a, a and it's, this is primarily coming from tiktok right like is, is that a yeah. fair assessment yeah that's it what do you think that is is it just like a weird spirit in the air in the tiktok community more immaturity of believers like why do you guys think that is so i think one like TikTok has a very either younger community or older community and so i think with that like there's a lot of people who are in their baby stages of faith i think TikTokers, a lot of them who are like really popular in the christian niche like a lot of them are black and white like with their faith things it's like very elementary faith things mm. like hey i love jesus if you love jesus comment below like but you know that works on TikTok, low-key 
And so with that, I think you have a lot of people in the baby stages of their faith. So sometimes I'm not even mad because I know like there was a, a point in my faith where, you know, you, you get saved for the first time. Then all of a sudden, like conspiracy videos might pop up on your, your YouTube. <laughs> yes. and, you're, and you're like, oh, I can never listen to this artist ever again. Like, right, right. Gonna, like, so I think because all that information is getting fed, like there might be certain Christians who on their algorithm, they're in that particular point in their life. So then they see us and they think that they're doing a good thing. They think like, oh, I'm just trying to help spread the word of God. Like, you can't do that. I watched this conspiracy video that like, you know, if you do a peace sign, you're worshiping the devil. Like, and so like they, <laughs> like, they might be genuinely scared. And so they're genuinely trying to comment like, hey, yeah. I just don't want you to go to hell, man. I saw that if you do uh... this. Then they find out you're signed to Lecrae and it's over. It's like, oh, she signed Lecrae. It's around. How dare Juan Day? I I don't know if you guys saw. I took a picture with with uh, with KB. We were at at Flavor Fest and watching a fight and. This dude did the the this thing in the photo, I love and you. people yeah, and people went ham on the. But this was only on YouTube though, so that was interesting. It wasn't on Instagram. It was on YouTube, and it was like he's pledging allegiance to Satan and this and this and that. And so I think there is something about that. I, I don't want to call it immaturity because I want to sound like I'm I'm speaking down on people, but there is that like mm-hmm. very superficial appearances type of thing where it's not about intent, heart, what's the message and the lyrics of of what's being communicated. It's literally like, Mm -hmm. that looks, it's almost like that looks too good to be Christian, right? Like, they sound too good, and that (laughs) looks too good, and that's too quality, and if if a Christian's rapping, like, they can't have no chains on, they can't, like, they can't do anything. Uh, Portia, what go ahead. I was going to say, I think you actually discussed it in our video earlier where you were talking about, like, why don't we have our standards to where someone's succeeding? Like, basically, once you pass a certain threshold of success, like you were saying, like, people are like, oh, it has to be the devil. Like, why yes. don't we change our perspectives of whenever I pass a certain threshold of success of, like, it was because of the Lord. It's because the Lord yeah. is on my side and because I'm honoring God. And so I think that's even the stigma we have to break in people's minds that high quality equals you sold out, you sold your soul, but Mm. versus high quality equals I'm still honoring the Lord, still having high quality, still having financial success. So, yeah. 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 I would say there's a mandate to make it high quality. If you are a Christian, I would say it Mm -hmm. better be just as good, if not better than the world, if Mm -hmm. you're going to attach Jesus to it. That's what, that's my perspective, right? That's why I take pride in the, you know, the, 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 my presentation here, clearly you guys take pride with this record. Uh, And I don't mean pride in a negative way. Cause somebody's like, why are you being prideful? I can just see that (laughs) comment right now. I mean, pride isn't just like you care. You guys really cared about this video. Like the, the angles, the shot, the color correction, the beat, the mix on the record. This is a bop. Like this is a hit record in my opinion. And so I think, you the attention to detail should be from an overflow of following Jesus and I'm and I, and I and I bet there's passages I believe when they were building in the Old Testament and they was like yo find the best craftsmen find the best you know designers find all these people and and God gave very specific instruction to Noah how to build the ark he gave very specific instruction to how to build the temple how to build the ark of the covenant how to build these things very very specifically um Portia what do you what do you make of all this whole TikTok uh the 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 moving the goalposts the la- the 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 seemingly yeah. lack of nuance in these conversations um, I, I feel like people have to be free to be themselves. Um, I feel like a lot of people think that um, once God saved you, you know, everything has to change. Like your personality, mm. there's a certain way a woman of God should 
talk and how she should wear her hair, how she should do this, how she should do that. You know, and it's more of a heart posture. Like the Bible talk about, you know, man judge the outer appearance, but God judge the heart. Mm. Um, how is your heart? You know, we can wear skirts and we could have, you know, been having kumbaya services in the middle of the video. People would have still been upset. Like people would have still found something to say, oh, this is not godly or, oh, they're doing too much. Oh, you think you're too holy or you're too this, you're too that. Mm. You know, so flesh is never going to be satisfied, but we just have to be comfortable with being ourselves. People mm. need to see themselves when they look at us. You know what I'm saying? Like people should be comfortable with being able to relate. If they cannot relate, if they're not going to come to Christ. Like yeah. for me, before I got saved, I wasn't raised in a church, but when I got saved, um, like it was thoughts of me not being able to do the Christian thing because I thought that I wouldn't fit in or I thought like, oh, wow. this is not for me. Or I would look at people who were saved and say, well, they, they're able to be saved because they didn't have my, my story. They're able to do this because they didn't, they don't come from where I come from. You know what I'm saying? But for God to save me and I have a platform to where I can show young black girls from the hood, from the suburbs, from the inner cities, from wherever that, yo, I came from that lifestyle too and look what God did for me. Mm. I came from that background too and I'm sold out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not going to change who I am right. because this is who God has made me to be. And yeah. I feel like um, even what I was talking about in my story, you know, we should celebrate our differences instead of criticizing them. I don't yeah. have to look like you. I don't have to sound like you. Just know that I love God. Just know that my lifestyle is lining up to his word and I'm striving every day to be more like Jesus. Everything else is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to. And even with the video, me and Wanda co-directed it. Even with the video, our whole mindset was like, wow, okay, we want to be able to show ourselves, you know, show our culture, show black women. Like, every black woman know how important and significant a beauty supply is to us. Like, we grew up going to the beauty supply. It was like a, a <laughs> carnival, a theme park, an excitement, you know? So it's like beauty supplies are nostalgic for black women, yeah. okay? So, you know, just having that moment and having all of the girls in the video, it was very intentional about having all girls. You know, it was very intentional about, you know, all the different colors of girls that came out. So we never thought, oh, we about to stun on them. Oh, this about to, oh, like that <laughs> never crossed our mind. It was honestly a blessing that we even got the video. You know what I'm saying? We was just happy that the budget got bigger. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should be sad. We were just like, period. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just I love it was crazy to see that. I love that. Yeah. I think one of the you, you 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 said so much there that I think I think we have we, we we just gotta stop for a second. I think one, I see there's this pressure on people to assimilate culturally to Christ to, to Western Christian. Uh, culture, right? And, and it's instead of saying, "Hey, let's accommodate and build and build new culture where everyone is in, infused in," we instead assimilate. You have to like our style of music and now like our style of dress and now like our thing. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 I think that could get very problematic. So so I give you like a very basic example. We like. Um, when I, when I came to faith, it was all like Hillsong, not Hillsong Young and Free. It was Hillsong, acoustic guitar, the same three chords. And that was the only way we worshiped in church. 
And it was like, yo, this, this, like, I'm, I don't like that. Like, we can't do any Fred songs. We can't do any Kirks. You can't find us. You mean something? You, you know how to play guitar, but you can't find one Fred song or something with some groove in it, right? And so it was like people had to assimilate, not to just the faith. We have to now assimilate to a culture that is this own segregated culture with its own style of music and its own style of dress. And the thing with the issue with that is, Someone could always one-up you. Someone could always say, oh, yeah, well, you wear pants. Well, I don't think women should wear pants at all, right? And it's like there's right. always another level. Or you play Chris Tomlin songs. Well, I don't think there should be instruments, right? <laughs> like it's like always a one-up. Right? <laughs> I'm like, Fam. but what, 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 what you're saying is, Portia, what you're hinting at is that we should take our culture. You guys are coming from your, uh, Portia, you're from Detroit, correct? Michigan? Yes. Yeah, and and one day you're from all over. I feel like Texas. Now you're yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, Austin, Texas. I'm Nigerian, so all Nigerian. <laughs> so we should be able to take people's individual culture, uh, where they come from, and 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 and, and it accommodates with with other things and then we build new culture and i think the greatest example of yeah. that I, I think what you guys are doing here content but the aesthetic of being a black woman going going to you know the beauty supply store i think in another example of that i think kind of like what maverick city is doing where they're they a lot of those guys wrote for bethel which is you know the same style of like really in my opinion vanilla generic worship music but they're <laughs> infusing it with soul and gospel and they've built a new culture of worship and i think that's why yeah. it's so successful and at sometimes christians just want to no, no no this is the way it's always done you got to do it this way and if it looks different well then it must be worldly and it, and it's and it's very right. frustrating do you, so that with that do you guys think that there's um an added weight being black women in in christian culture and that that you guys now got to navigate this like Triple uh, uh, Pastor uh, Dr. Eric Mason calls it three-way apologetics. Do you guys think that there's kind of a similar burden on you guys? Yeah, definitely. I would say so just because one with the tire, right? Like showing up to a show, I have to think of how am I going to do my hair? Am I going to how am I going to do my makeup? How am I going to do my outfit? Is the outfit too tight or is it fine? Uh, just like all these different things. Like whenever I speak, there's some people who think women should not speak at all at church. And then there's other people who are like, oh, you're supposed to. And they use actually Bible verses to back it up too. It's crazy. And then there's Hold on, also hold on, hold on. Some... Wait, wait, wait. We got, we got to stop. There are yeah. people who book you for a show <laughs> and, and don't think you're allowed to speak? Luckily, my bookings are people. Okay. <laughs> but I, like, like, I know like one time in college, right, we had a summer camp and there was a man who was preaching. It was fire. Then at the end, it gets really awkward. And he goes, oh, yeah, I don't believe women should hold any type of leadership positions or ever speak in church. And then it got awkward. And so I think I get the standpoint of like the highest authority, maybe like in terms of like even like marriage, like a man with a woman, like he should like lead his woman. But in terms of never speaking ever, like if the Lord gives me a message and like even on YouTube, I could be a YouTuber and and share the Lord. And like, so never speak ever. I'm like, I don't know about that. And so, yeah, it's just like it's definitely like a lot of nuances and different things you have to um, navigate, even just like as a woman with my label and stuff like that, because, of course, there's always going to be like boys clubs and like, oh, I'm just bringing my bros here. And then it's like it's just weird situations or my traveling, right? Like. I could save so much money if I could just travel with me and my DJ. My DJ's a man, so I can't just travel with him alone in like hotels and like we can't share the same room. We can't share a room. Yep, I, yep. <laughs> yeah, so I always have to now have an, another woman. So then that's two plane tickets or yeah, two additional plane tickets. And then we have to have separate rooms. So that's separate rooms. So like my expenses are always double what other guys may be too. So like there's so many like nuances that like come with womanhood 
and practicing this thing and making sure I stay holy out here and everything. So it's a lot. Portia, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I feel like women in, you know, even being a black woman in Christian culture, it's like, you know, as far as Christian rep, you have to work twice as hard to be considered an equal in wow. that aspect. Like, mm. you have to prove yourself versus with men, you know, if you got the cadence, you don't even got to have a look. You almost got the look. You got the cadence, <laughs> almost got the look, and you got a cosign, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a yeah. homie, like, you, they just saw you on the track, everybody's going to be on you. Oh, did you hear such and such? Oh, he cold. You know, and then you hear the track, and he like, doop, 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 doop. You know, he's like, would you have a girl on the track, you know, she's been fired. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cute. Let's see if she can do it again. Let's see if she can do it again. Let's see if she can do it again. You know, so it's like we constantly have to prove ourselves. And even with the whole, you know, just attire and, you know, just making sure. But that's being a woman of God in general. You have to make sure that you're, you're intentional with your intentions. Mm. So I have to make sure that they know, like, I'm not on it. Like, praise the Lord. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not on it. Like, this not that. Like, this is strictly business, whatever. Um, it's crazy. It's people assume certain things. Um, you know, they say, "Oh, women can't go on tour with us," or "Women, da da da." da you know, whatever. It's it always falls back on the woman, and it's like, mm. "Why would you think that I want you? Like, why would you think that?" <laughs> I mean, <it's> like, <laughs> why do they think that they? Oh, women, you know, they you know lustful, and they you know you can't go on tour with us. Sir, you're not my type. You don't have to worry about that. I promise you. Like we gonna we gonna be separate. You don't have nothing to worry about. I don't know why people just you know I don't know. It's frustrating. Or they'll so, say, oh, women what they wear is just okay. Well, you get you get to you're getting to an important point which I wanted to touch on. Um, uh, shout out to my man Maddie. He said presumptuous uh, presumptuous of men in purity yeah. culture. There's this weird, bizarre undertone. That, like, women are going to trick men and, like, cause them to, to like, sin. And I'm like, yo, fam, first of all, you got to be highly narcissistic to think that every <laughs> woman that smiles at you is into yeah. you. Like, that is just bizarre. Like, that is weird to, to think that. Like, if you're – and there was a season in my life where I was uncomfortable talking to women. And that's because of stuff – I had to deal with my sin, my issues, right? Like it yeah. wasn't because like women are right. And so there's this bizarre and you've heard, I've heard pastors say it like I, I got into an argument and I was at a red light and a girl looked over at me and smiled and I knew that she was trying to seduce me. And it was like, bro, you're <laughs> literally out of your mind if you're going yeah. around and you think every woman that you meet is trying to seduce you or trick you or whatever. And it is it is it is so Ah, so, so okay. What do you guys make of purity culture? Um, uh, Portia, you sound like you came to the faith a little bit later. One day, you're Nigerian. I think mm -hmm. I feel like I've known you to to walk with Jesus for the majority of your life, if that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys make of like purity culture in this in in that like this bizarre expectation of obviously we're supposed to be pure in in the Lord and we're supposed to be holy, but then it, again it's like no we're gonna go we're not just gonna say date as onto the Lord or or pursue something no we're gonna say I kiss dating goodbye and by the way that dude then wrote that book and went on to renounce the faith which he kissed Christianity goodbye which is weird but like what do y'all make of, of purity culture in in that whole intersection? Yeah, I think it's it's very interesting and I think 
because there's like so polarizing opposites, it can create issues, right? Because you have the world, which has gotten super comfortable and super unapologetic about sexuality. Mm -hmm. And so you're getting all extremes of like, I don't have to wear clothes and that's me claiming my body. Or it's you have, mm. I'm going to just be whatever gender I want. And that's me claiming that. And so you're literally having that broadcasted out. Nobody's stopping in the world. Then you have purity culture, which is like, don't talk about anything. We're not talking about this. Don't worry about anything till you're married. Um, don't interact with the opposite sex at all. And so then you basically have Christians who are based in, like, basically placed in that environment, and then they still have to go to school. And so when you go to school, you're in a completely different environment. And so you have people who are almost unequipped on how to how to handle and how to function. And I think that's mm. why you get people who are weird of like, oh, you're a Jezebel. I can't talk to you because it's like you you weren't trained or equipped at all with how to navigate this completely different environment that's out here like it's a, it's a war man it's a, it's a wow. real war yeah and um i think too like with music right i think a lot of the christian rappers who are like the ogs per se they were raised in that type of christianity so i think they unintentionally kind of fostered it on accident mm -hmm. so a lot of them were just kind of expressing their faith on tracks right like we had like the whole like man up era right but a lot of that in that era, a lot of the songs were like, yeah, if a girl tried to talk to me, I'd, I'd be like, nah, oh, girl trying to holler at me. And like, so they would use that as like a punchline in every song. So they just think of it like, oh, every song. It's just a punchline. But it's and it reinforces that weird narcissism, right? That yeah, weird, like, then, it's then. like, it's like the, it's like the Christian version of your, your girl. Your girl tried yeah. to, I, I didn't smash a girl. And it's like the inverse of that. Like, your girl tried to, but I Heisman her, like, for Jesus, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it indirectly created that culture. But they were just trying to, like, it was like the Holy Olympics. But then they indirectly <laughs> created this, like, culture of, like, oh, Wanda is roasting now. I feel attacked. I feel attacked personally. Okay, talk, Wanda. It was pure attention. It just, it just created an environment on accident. Oh my gosh, what do you think, Portia? I put stuff like that in my music. Honestly, like if you listen to my music, it's very playful. But I yeah. always purposely put. I try not to always do it because I don't want the fellas thinking that I'm. You know what I'm saying? That I'll be trying to purposely dog them. But I always put something in there that'll you know let women know like sis they're mm. trying to play you like let them know that you're the prize like tell them to calm down a little bit like it's okay i always put something a little funny in there to represent women because we be dogged in music we be dogged in the world you know wow. and then you listen to christian music and we call it jezebels so it's like come on <laughs> like <laughs> like no wow. so it's good to have balance and but yeah i definitely um agree with what wanda said as far as like purity culture i um i celebrated my spiritual birthday um on the 10th so five days ago and it's been 10 years that i've been uh, in purity and that's just purity throughout like just in general just use that with your imagination but just purity of all kind and um yeah i, I just bless god that god is uh, using women of God to be an example to say like, hey, you know, you can be pure, but you also can be balanced, and you know, you can be pure and you can, you can have a conversation and you can, you know, what I'm saying, know your boundaries and set your standards and not be afraid of. Because some women feel like, oh, well, maybe if I don't talk to him or maybe if I don't, you know, give certain a certain amount of attention, he won't notice me. No, but if he's meant for you, he'll be for you. Um, and then, you know, with the world, they're just like, oh, well, let me just have it all hanging out, you know, whatever, whatever. It's like, no, like, just be you. My advice would be just to follow God. I'm not listening mm -hmm. to what people say. I'm not listening to what the world say. You know, what does God say? 
God, how should I use my purity to glorify you? How should I use my, how can I present my body as a living sacrifice? Come on. Because people are not going to know what to do for you. You know, like we know that, okay, mm. don't fornicate. Don't put fire in your bosom and expect not to be burned. Don't put, place yourself in situations that are, you know, that are compromise your faith and compromise your standards. We know that, but a lot of people have different views. A lot of Christians, a lot of people of the world have different views. So I would just say to follow God and not your flesh and not people. Amen. That's so good. That is so good. Um, it sounds like what what what, what we're, what we're kind of getting at is this: be in the world, but not of the world, right? And and yeah. sometimes we're so consumed with being not of the world that we forget that we're we still got to be in the world. Like we're still in this mm-hmm. world, and and we are the light of the world. We are the city on a hill, right? We we we're the salt of the earth. And I think sometimes we don't we, we don't really know how to balance that. And everybody goes through that cage stage where you get saved and you just, you know, we just going we're going to put you in a cage because you're just going to say something stupid or offend somebody or say something dumb. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so everybody goes through that. And unfortunately, it sounds like all those people ended up on TikTok at the same time. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I feel like what you guys are doing is is so is so necessary. It's so important. I love the fact that you guys aren't afraid to have these hard conversations. And so in, in the spirit of that, let's have some more hard conversations. I want to give you all the floor and you guys define and talk to women about what this means. And and then also talk to men, because I think men need to hear a woman's perspective on the, the, the concept of modesty and what does that look like? Maybe in dating, maybe just being a beautiful woman, and, and also your guys' perspective to men regarding some of some of the, this this bizarre tension and pressure we feel. So I don't know whoever wants to jump in first, but I think I think women need to hear from you, and I think men need to hear from you as well. <laughs> Starting off, I think the main issue was kind of with makeup and how makeup translates to vanity. I think that with makeup, like I've honestly seen it as a gift. I look at it almost like an artistic tool. I think Portia can speak to that too, because Portia like a makeup artist, bro. Like with her mm. eye designs, like she's going crazy. And so I feel like honestly, like things like makeup, it just enhances your face. It enhances the overall, you know, beauty that the Lord has given you in this life. Uh, I think with that though, definitely be careful. I think everything has to do with like intent slash not getting lost in it. So mm-hmm. with things like makeup, right, you're using it to enhance your face. Make sure that you enjoy the face that the Lord gave you when you were born. Like, <laughs> make sure. That- it's not it's not getting to the point where oh if i don't have makeup on i can't i can't do this interview oh if i don't have makeup on i can't go outside because people are going to think i'm ugly oh if i'm if i'm on instagram i have to have a filter if i don't have a filter i can't talk because i don't like my real face anymore so i think with all those different things like that like women love yourself know that you're beautiful but if you want to also take care of yourself groom yourself you know take showers have perfume <laughs> uh do things like you know <laughs> Fix your hair, do your makeup. I think that's perfectly fine. I think just don't lose yourself in the process to where that's your highest priority and you can't function or love yourself if those things are taken away. And that applies to all things on earth. Like if God was to take my house now and I'm like, oh, well then I don't love God anymore, then that means it was an idol in my life. So don't let these things become idols in your life to where, yeah, just don't let these things become idols in your life. Um, I think with men, you know, just don't don't worry about don't worry like we have the song don't worry about it like stop worrying about <laughs> women and what they need to do worry about your walk with the Lord obviously if someone's in close relationship with you maybe y'all in a small group together like that's your brother that's your actual sister 
and you're noticing that something isn't idle in their life, maybe that's the opportunity to talk about certain things. But if you know someone on the internet, you actually don't know their actual personal life. You don't know how they're actually operating. So I would say that's probably not the place to try to institute like correction and institute like, hey, as my brother, in, as your brother in Christ, I'm trying to correct you. So I would say that's not the right environment. Let the people who actually know them and who are actually in close community do correction. But yeah, and also we can just function as brothers and sisters in Christ. I think that, you know, work on yourself, work on, you know, what you're viewing through your eyes and what you're listening to as music, because the type of music and the things that you consume this way and this way also informs how you look at women. If you're lustful towards women or if your initial thought when you see something is lustful. So yeah, those are kind of my overarching thoughts of this topic at large. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it sounds like that's that's a great point because it sounds like if you're consuming music that's hypersexualized, it can alter your perception of women and, and then it alters your yeah. perception of women in Christ, which is not that's not healthy. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Portia, talk 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 to us. Yo, okay, I'm I would say I would say um don't idolize your appearance. I don't care if it's just if you don't want to wear pants and you only wear in skirts. Don't idolize that. If you want to wear makeup, if you want to wear weave, if you don't want to wear weave, if you want to wear natural hair, whatever it is, like just be mindful as women of God. So don't idolize your appearance and um, you know just know like a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. So what is your fruit saying for you? Not your outfit, your shoes. You know the vibe. The world is so fixated on appearance and body types and body shapes and you know like drip all of that i would really just try to steer away from that as further away as possible and focus on god focus on who he says that you are learn who you are if you don't know who you are the world is going to tell you if you don't know who you are the pastor is going to tell you if you don't know who you are Whoever is influencing you is going to tell you. So you have to be able to know who you are, and you're only going to know that by spending time with God. And and He will reveal to Him. He will reveal to you His feelings towards you. He will reveal to you how much He loves you and how He views you, and how much He cares for you. So then, when the enemy comes and tries to tell you, you're a Jezebel, you're this, you're that, you're loose. You can laugh. You can laugh at the enemy and say, No, Satan, that's what you are. That's not me. That's what you are. So just be confident in um in who God has called you to be. Don't compromise yourself. Don't compromise. Don't compromise yourself for no one. Um, I've I've been reading a book from uh, Tabitha Brown, and it's this quote that she said. I wrote it down so I won't forget because it was super fire. And the quote says, "You will be most successful when you choose to be most authentic." So you will be most successful when you choose to be most authentic. Be yourself. Be your God-given self. Be who God has created you to be. And you'll, you ain't got to fake. You know, you'll just be who you is every day all day. So, yeah. Oh, and as far as for the, the men of God, I would just say um, know who you are as well. And don't be oblivious to your flaws. I feel like a lot of men or just men, people in general, but men of God can be on that tip of, oh, it's the woman's fault. Oh, well, what was she wearing? Well, what did she say? And what did she do this and do that? You know, just take accountability for your own actions and for your own emotions and how you feel. And how could you have loved on your sister in Christ, you know, to show her the love of God instead of being rude to her or 
having a standard about her or saying whatever. So just take authority in that and ownership in your own actions as well. Um, yeah, and we can just love each other. Like, Amen. let people be who they want to be. Let people be who they are. <laughs> we're going <gonna, laughs> to slide in a few questions because I know we got to wrap here in just a few minutes. But uh, this is an interesting one for a man of God. Do y'all recommend a certain way for me to approach uh, and Christians, queens that I like to approach and not be awkward. So this, they want to know your perspective on like how a man of God should approach uh, a woman. I mean, I'm, I'm moderate. I'm half awkward, half normal. Um, so I, I would say com- uh, compliments are great conversation openers. So a compliment is the best way to start a conversation. Say a compliment. They'll be like, oh, thank you. Then go from there. Start talking. And maybe talk about things that you like, maybe things that she likes. Maybe y'all have something in common. And y'all can go from there, maybe go out to eat. You know, that's great. People love food. Or go hang out somewhere that's a mutual uh, interest amongst the both of y'all. That's a, that's actually some really good game there. Open with a compliment. That's a good conversation opener. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm a little concerned about trying to be relatable, attractive to the people we are trying to reach. Is the gospel not supposed to be attractive enough. Ooh, this is a good one. I got a lot Ooh. of thoughts on this, but I want to let y'all go. I think... Um, I'll... Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, actually, what Portia was saying earlier kind of spoke to this about like being your authentic self. So it's kind of like trying to be relatable. Uh, how that quote was talking about you're most successful when you're, you're just your authentic self. So I think the thing is, don't try to be relatable. Like, So if you're not already yeah, yeah. growing up beauty supply culture, don't be like, oh yeah, we're going to go in a beauty supply store this will get the black people like no because that's like <laughs> so if you have to pander don't do that bro yeah, like, yeah. Do i'm not shooting no music videos at the beauty supply store <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> but yeah so i think the thing is like especially with this video so people who don't know us may have thought oh they're trying to be like the world but they don't realize mm. i have to go to the beauty supply store so i can find products <laughs> I am actually getting married. I actually have a robe like in my room that's like a pink furry robe. And it's like, I actually used to wear my hair in rollers, like different things like that. So like all the stuff in the video is like not pandering. It's just our actual reality. Um, So I think that's the thing of like, don't try to make things attractive for the world. Literally just be your authentic self. So whatever community you grew up in and like whatever your reality is. So if you're a suburban kid who skateboards, skateboard bro. And and live your life, and like people are gonna relate to that. Like that's gonna connect to your to your audience, and bring the gospel with that too. Because yes. people need hope, people need love, like people need what the gospel brings. That's what even resonates with us as Christians. So just like you receive Christ for yourself, somebody else is gonna want that. So yeah, don't try to make it attractive. Just be your authentic yeah. self, and the people who need it will receive it. And just to piggyback off of that really quick, the Bible says that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So if you are lifting up Jesus, if you are if you showing love, you know what I'm saying? With love have I drawn thee. If you just show love to people, people are going to be attracted to that. Of course, the gospel is attractive. Like Jesus did his thing. God did his thing. Like the gospel is flawless. We don't have yeah. to do nothing else but deliver it. Now, however I deliver it to you, it's going to be, you know, depending on the tribe that I'm called to reach. I do believe that everybody is called to a certain tribe of people. Even if it's four, it could be 400, 4,000, whatever. I do believe that every believer is called to at least one person. And if you meant to just reach that one person, reach them however God has called you to do that. You don't have to look appealing to the world or do what other people have done 
to try to draw people in. There's already a Portia Love. There's already a Wande. There's already a Ruslan. Like, you, you don't need no other one. Be you. Be who God has called you to be, and then that'll bring people to Christ. That is so good. I think, Wande, you knocked it out of the park about not trying. Let's let's stop with the word trying, because ain't nobody... I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just being myself. And, Portia, I think you knocked it out of the park and saying, like, uh, yeah, Jesus, the mess, the good news is the good news. Like, when did we stop forgetting that it was actually good news? And if something yeah. is good news, people are going to gravitate towards good news. Um, and, and I think it's this, it's this bizarre binary, like, well, Jesus wasn't attractive. Like, fam, he, everywhere he went, there were crowds. Like, what, what are y'all talking about? Like, the good news is the good news. I think sometimes we get in the way of the good news with our religion and our nonsense. And then, like, well, it's, it's uh, you, people don't like, like, they're already hostile enough to the gospel. Don't you make that any worse with your weirdo religiosity. Like, don't make that worse with Christian churchy. <laughs> Y'all are getting in the yes. way of the good news. And yes, people are going to be hostile with with the fact that they're because they're sinners and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But don't make it worse with that. So I think I think that's the part where we I think we just lose people because we think it's one or the other. Listen, Jesus drew massive crowds because he was very amazing and helpful to people. And his some of his own disciples betrayed him. It's an and both. It's not an either or. So I think if we thought of the good news in that regard, that like it's an and both. There's going to be people that are going to say, oh, them girls, they Christian. Uh, right. And they're going to have something to say from that regard. But the issue we're dealing with that I want to address is like y'all are catching heat from the Christians. And that's trash to me. Like that's mad corny. Uh, if that's the angle that somebody's coming from. So I think you guys you guys absolutely knocked that apart. Um, last question we're going to do. Uh, can y'all talk more about how men and women can form friendships post-purity culture damage? That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, I have a lot of male friends. Um, so I would just say, you know, just be yourself. Don't have expectations. Don't think every man you run into is your husband. <laughs> Don't think every woman that's smiling your face like you. You know what I'm saying? Just be realistic. Be led by the spirit and not your emotions. It's okay yeah. to just meet people and not have to have a, a connection with them or not have to have a relationship, friendship, whatever. You know, just be cool. Yeah. Just, be normal. Also, just be yourself. Yeah. And I was going to say, also, just be smart. So, like, for me, I don't really let men come into my room. So, it's like, if you're going right. to hang out, like, hang out in professional settings or group settings. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's hang out where we're all as a group, somewhere going out to eat or we, we all went to a concert or we're at the studio versus, like, me and a guy being a friend doesn't mean he needs to come to my house and we need to hang out in my room and watch Netflix. Like, <laughs> that's not, you <laughs> don't have to actually do that. So, I think some people, too, like, Maybe because they are, they just really love friendships. They love hard in their friendships. It's like you still have to have boundaries within your friendships. So like I think yeah. it's just being smart as well. So men and women can be friends, but also don't don't do stupid things per se, where you're just literally creating the environment to foster sin as well. So I think that's also where some things can come into play whenever you just you're hanging out in settings that foster those type of emotions and responses. Wow. Well. I don't know if there's anything else to say. I mean, you guys, that's that's it, right? Boundaries, be yourself, be normal. Is there any final thoughts before we get out of here, ladies? Hey, stay lit. 
<laughs> Run the numbers up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Available everywhere. Go watch the video. I'm going to drop the video in here. If you guys haven't seen it, please go watch the whole video. It's freaking fire. Um, I love this record. So y'all run the numbers up on that. Um, ladies, thank you so much. We got to have you guys back again. I want to do something in person at some point. Uh, I really appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, guys, follow them on social. Show them some love. Give the video some, uh, some, some views. Share it with a friend. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. We love you. Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. Remember to hit that like button and make sure you're subscribed. I wanted to tell you about a free upcoming course I am putting together at mastermyhabits.com. When you sign up right now, you'll be the first to be notified about the course. And in the meantime, you'll immediately get access to a playlist going over my journey on how I went from addiction to freedom forming habits. So make sure to hit that link in the description. I'll see you on the next video.